was like, what's going on? Um, and go there and find out I got some issues going on. So it's really unfortunate. I got like a gallstone. I have to get surgery on that. So I'm really upset about that, obviously. And then I got some other issues going on, man. So I, I yeah, I'm a little bit in rough shape right now, Marcel, which sucks. Um, but hopefully I'll feel better soon, man. You know, like I, I'm such a, I'm, I'm just a grinder. Like I always like work. I'm just always working. And I never like take care of myself sometimes. And then this happens. I know you, you said you weren't feeling the greatest today either. So we'll probably just do a little bit of a shorter show today, Marcel. I was saying half an hour. Um, I, I just honestly want to go to bed after, but I did want to do show day because there is news to talk about. Um, but hopefully you feel better, Marcel. Hopefully I feel better. But uh, yeah, it's been a rough man. Been a rough day for me, guys. And uh, I hope I feel better after the surgery I get. So we'll see what happens. I am a little bit scared about it. Obviously, I don't want to go like under the knife, so to say. But uh, it's something that a lot of people do have to get. So hopefully I feel better very soon. Hopefully you feel better too, Marcel. But. Uh, yeah, and you know, if I have to run out quickly, that's like what happened yesterday, guys. That is connected to this as well, Marcel. It's all connected, right? So that's why I had to leave yesterday early, guys. I, I was like, Marcel, I gotta go because I was not feeling good, and then today was even worse. So thankfully, I was smart enough to go and get checked out. And um, yeah, hopefully, we um, hopefully I'm okay. Um, hopefully, you're okay too, Marcel. Let's talk about some stuff though. Some news today. Uh, biggest thing that happened: Darren Till, he's injured, broke his collarbone. Uh, he's out of the fight with Marvin Vittori at UFC and ABC2, which sucks because that was going to be a great fight. And now they're saying uh, Kevin Holland uh, potentially going to jump in there. Is that official? Have you heard anything? Like, again, I've been I've been out all day, so I haven't really seen too much, but I did see that on Twitter. What have you heard? It's not official. I know Kevin Holland has accepted the offer, and uh, I saw Vittori saying, let's do it under, under that tweet. So probably going to happen soon. So, uh, but it's not official yet. But uh, I think it's a matter of time before it's official because Vittorio wants us to remain on the card. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's just disappointing for Darren Till because it was a big opportunity for him, right, against Marvin Vittori. Quite frankly, I don't even think he deserved that fight. You know, like Vittori, I think he's right, right there for a title shot probably. He obviously needs to get this win. I mean, maybe the Whitaker, Gaston winner is a little bit ahead of him, I guess, if it's Whitaker, but... Uh, like, I think Marvin's right there, man. After that last performance, Marcel, against Jack Hermanson, I, I'm sold on this guy now. Like, I think he is really good. Um, I think that's a bad matchup for Kevin Holland. I have to obviously look into it more, guys. But, like, just based on what we saw from Holland two weeks ago, Marcel, I'm pretty sure you're going to pick Marvin Vittori, right? Like, I don't even have to – no spoiler alert, eh? Yeah, no doubt in my, in my mind, man. I mean, yeah. uh, I don't think Holland deserves the fight, even as it's on 10 days' notice. I mean – yeah. So you so you lose to Derek Brunson, you get rewarded with Marvin Vittori, pretty much. Yeah. It's kind of weird, you know. I don't get it either. Uh, like, but I mean, still on short notice, I guess. But why didn't Brunson get the opportunity, right? Yeah, but you know, Brunson has now is now like uh, has surpassed Vittori in the rankings, you know. And I think oh, yeah. Brunson wants to fight somebody I higher. About that. <laughs> he shouldn't uh, have really. Like, I don't know how he jumped up. Like, what is it, four spots? It's kind of weird. Let's get this comment. Hey, Nick, what's going on, man? Holland could really use the opportunity to redeem himself after the BS first Brunson. That fight was so bad. It's just like, I thought he was going to take some time off and because he said he was going to see a sports psychologist and maybe drop to 170. He's jumping right back in there. Seems like a mm -hmm. terrible idea to me, uh, Marcel. And again, I'm going to obviously watch the tape on these guys and compare them. Like the best way to do it really is to watch them both back to back and just kind of look at the fight like that. But I mean, I there's I'm a huge Kevin Holland fan, but man, this seems like a rough matchup for him. Andre, what's going on, man? He says, I think Vittori is seriously going to punish this guy. He won't fall into Holland's antics. Yeah, I think so too, dude. I mean, this guy is – he's good, and he's, like, ready to go. He's game. 
he's uh, he's pissed off that uh, this happened. But I mean, listen, Darren Till broke his collarbone, so I don't know why he's out there saying like, you know, the stuff. You, I, I understand he's up, he's frustrated, but like the guy broke his collarbone, he can't fight. It's not it's not like he did it on purpose. UFC wanted to push Hall in, so they're invested. I will not bet Hall. Don't do it here, man. Don't do it. Not after the last fight, guys. We're not betting on Kevin Hall now. We're going to wait a bit. And I, I think the guy's a great fighter. We're going to be wrong. But, man, after the last fight, Marcel, especially against a guy like Victoria, so physical. Like, he's such a physical fighter. And he's just moving forward at all times. And he's, I think, got the grappling advantage. Like, maybe he just takes down, um, uh, you know, his opponent here. He might just take down Holland. And hold him against the fence. I think it's going to be still five rounds, right? Like, I, I would assume. Marcel? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think it's five rounds, yeah. It's yeah. not uh, It's not been confirmed, but I think so, yeah. Yeah, and Marvin looked great in the last fight. It was on short notice, too, against Jack, and he went full five, and he looked great. So, yeah, I mean, just based on what I, we saw in the last fight, guys, I don't know how anyone can really pick Holland here. Um, I expect Vittori to be a decent-sized fighter. At the same time, though, you can't completely write off Holland. I mean, he's still a talented fighter. He can still knock over Tori. He can still submit him. But based on like what we've seen on his last fight, I don't know how anyone could be confident, and I wouldn't want to put money on him in this, at this spot unless it was like some crazy number. But I don't even think it will be. Um, well, to Francis Ngano, we should talk about. Well, actually, let's get this one. Kevin, late start tonight. Welcome to Marcel After Dark. Yeah, it's late for for Marcel. I was saying in the beginning, I was in the hospital all day, guys. So I've been really sick and feeling a little better, but I'm still pretty sick to be honest with you. Marcel's a trooper, though. Thank you, Marcel, for uh, for holding out here for me, man. I appreciate it. Um, we're just going to do half an hour tonight, guys, because, uh, like I said, I'm not feeling the greatest. And Marcel's, he's a little tired right now. It's 1 a.m. his time, so I totally understand that. But uh, let's talk about some other stuff, Marcel. What about this I saw today? Anderson Silva, it's official. He's, he's boxing Julio Cesar Savage Jr. And on the same card, um, you got, uh, I think his father's going to box some other guy, too. So that's crazy, right? And I see your question, Andre. We'll talk about that in a second. But I want to hear Marcel's thoughts on this. Oh, man, Marcel. I mean, oh, it seems like a bad idea, right? He's 46 years old, I think, now, right? Like, this is a, this is a rough idea. What do you think? I got to be honest here with you, man. I have almost no knowledge about boxing, man. Uh, I look okay. forward to see, to see Anderson back or whatever he does. You know, it's always spectacular. But uh, I have no idea, man, what to think about it. I, I have barely knowledge about boxing. So, uh yeah, I, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, Listen, I'm not the boxing expert here. I'm an MMA expert, and so is Marcel. But, you know, the guy is 46 years old, I believe, and he hasn't fought in boxing in 15 years, since 2000, or actually 16 years. 2005 was his last match. He did score a knockout in that fight. I think I've seen that on YouTube before. He had another boxing match in, like, 98. He lost by this uh, retirement. So, I mean, I don't know how much we could take from those fights, right? He's He said for years he wants to box. We know he's one of the best strikers in MMA, but... You know, what made Anderson special was not just his hands, Marcel, it was his kicks, it was his knees, it was his elbows. It was just the whole, they called him the spider, right, because of the eight limbs, right? So I'm not sure how he's going to do in this fight, guys. It seems kind of, like, questionable, his management would do, would make this uh, move. I think he should have st stuck in MMA, personally. I know it was his dream to box, so I get that, but I don't know, Marcel. Like, I understand that maybe, you know, Bellator wasn't interested in him, but, like, I thought Ryzen was like, I remember Ryzen had sent Tom a, a, an email or something like a few months ago saying they were interested um, or even one championship. I thought that's maybe they could have did the Vitor Belfort rematch. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like I thought there were still fights for him in MMA. I'm not sure about this boxing match guys. Um, Nick West says uh, Silva could beat Chavez. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm not super familiar with this guy. I got to be completely honest with you, but just the fact that Anderson is an older guy, it's, it's pretty uh, sketchy in my opinion. 
especially coming off a brutal loss to Uriah Hall, Marcel. He just got brutally knocked out, Marcel. Like, his chin's not getting any better, guys. All right, let's get some questions with Francis because I, I do want to talk about him and Jones. Sorry, Andre. What do you uh, what impressed us the most about Francis? What impressed you the most, Marcel, from his performance the other night? Probably the takedown defense is prowl. I think that oh, was man. Uh, that <laughs> was very uh, very nice and took Mio teach back. Um, I mean, I was impressed with that. Uh, we all know he can knock somebody out, so that was nothing new. And uh, his his uh, his patience, you know, he was much more patient than he's normally. Normally, he goes rushing in. That's not what he did this time, and uh, probably I think it worked for him. You know, Miosic is a good fighter, um, knows how to win fights, knows how to win title fights, and uh, I think Miosic was like after the first round, like what the hell, dude? I mean, uh, couldn't uh, get him to the ground, uh, got touched many times. So uh, yeah, it was a very good, good performance by Ngannou, man. I agree. And to answer your question, Andre, I mean, <laughs> can I say everything? I mean, what didn't impress me? Like the guy looked amazing. I don't know how Stipe survived that first round, by the way. I mean, he took some huge shots, Marcel. There was one point where he, like, turned his body, and uh, um, Francis was just raining punches. I thought he was done. Somehow he survived yeah. that. Um, you know, I think the sprawl for sure, and that picture's floating around. I mean, it's incredible. Like, I, I figured he would have worked on that, but we saw that, you know, it's even better than we could have expected, I think. Um, but not just that, the patience, like you said, and the kicks. I thought the kicks were – we've never seen him throw a kick, I don't think, right? I don't remember last time he threw a kick, Marcel. So I thought – that was really nice to see the low kicks. And also he threw a high kick too. I yeah, mean, the guy's incredible. He's, he's amazing, right? I, I've always liked Francis. The first time I saw him in the UFC, I thought he was a special fighter. I think all of us did. There's just certain guys you see the first time in the UFC, you think, man, this guy is going to be a champ one day. And that was one of the guys. There's been a few other guys over the years. Chris Weidman, I remember when he beat, I think it was, uh, I think it was Sakara in his debut, I believe, or Bonkfeld, one of those two guys destroyed them and i was like man this guy and then he beat munoz i was like man this guy could win the belt there's a few guys like that over the years you know i, I just think he's a special talent man i really do um andre says it was kind of sad seeing, seeing stipe no way had nothing for yeah i mean he that's a bad matchup now man it's crazy right what three years does right what heavyweights do you think has the best chance to defending francis great question well Derek lewis already beat him so, I mean, he's at the top of the list. I understand it wasn't the same Lugano. It was just like the first Stipe fight. Like, he he was very uh, – he just wasn't there mentally in that fight. If you watch the fight, like, over again, he wasn't – he didn't throw. He just wasn't there mentally. I think he was a broken man at that point after that Stipe loss. But Derek Lewis did beat him already. So, he does have that experience being in the cage with him. And Derek Lewis uh, has amazing knockout power. Uh, having said that, Derek Lewis has been knocked out a lot of times, guys. By Like, Matt Mitrion, I think, knocked him out. And – um uh, Sean Jordan knocked him out, Marcel. Like, so his chain is not great. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it would be Jones, right? It would have to be Jones, Andre, like when you think about it. Because John has the style that he could play that outside game for five rounds. You know, he's did it before so many times, right? Like, he just kind of dances on the outside. I think in, this, in a small cage, it's a tough matchup for Jones. But in a big cage, Marcel, I think Jones has a better chance to win. So to answer Andre's question, what would you say? Definitely John Jones, man. I also think John Jones has uh, probably a better ground game than Stipe, you know. So um, I I want to see if Nganu can prevent the takedown against John Jones if he goes for a takedown. Um, but like you said, man, I think uh, if it's in a big case, it's, uh, it's a pretty big uh, advantage for Jones. You know, he can keep him on the outside. He, uh, can, he can out-tire him, you know what I mean? So uh, I think that's... Uh, the, I'd say Jones as well, man. I don't know who else at this moment. It should I mean, be maybe Nick saying gone and, and Glenn is saying gone as well. He's saying, or they, would they fight? I think they would for the title. 
Um, they're they're not they don't train together anymore, but they obviously used to. They came up together. That's a great fight, man. That is a, that's a fight we'll probably see guys in the next couple of years. I would say, Marshall. Yeah, August What are you gonna say? I think it's too early for Ghana. It is. It is. It is. it is. He's not ready for it yet. But you know, he's he's in Francis's spot where he was a few years ago in Steve, yeah, right? Like true, he's still kind true. of green. You know, I think he needs a little bit more experience personally. Like he looked obviously. I mean, the last fight was a joke. Let's be honest. Like Rosenstruck was unwilling to throw in that fight. It was just an easy matchup. But, you yeah. know, I'd, I'd like to see gone against, like, Blades or Lewis, someone who's going to really test him and push him, you know? like a, Or even uh, Volkov. That's another guy that's an interesting matchup, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, listen, guys, Francis is going to be favorite against everyone in that division. He really will be. He's going to be the big favorite against everyone. And I'm not saying he's going to beat everyone, but, you know, the odds makers will put him uh, as a favorite against everyone. Nick says John can chain Russell Francis and eventually exhaust Francis. Possibly, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking he just kind of stays on the outside, right, if he did it. Um, and I, we might as well talk about that now. There was a, the story that came out today, and, and Francis is kind of stumping for Jones. He's saying, hey, um, UFC, pay the guy what he deserves. I want to make this fight, right? He obviously has a vested interest. Uh, obviously, Jones yesterday, Marcel says, you know, cut me and deletes the tweets. What do you think is going to happen here, man? you think they're going to get a deal done, Marcel, or you think they're going to go to Lewis and screw Jones over? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, it kind of depends, man. I mean, um, if, if Francis definitely wants to fight Jones, maybe they will try again. But, I mean, if Francis says, I'm also cool with the Lewis rematch, they might do just a Lewis rematch, you know. Uh, you know, the UFC with their money, you know, they, they, they don't give many fighters what they demand or whatever, or they don't negotiate a lot for some. Yep. So I don't know, man. I mean, if they are smart, they're going with Jones and they make a lot of money. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I was watching uh, James talk to uh, Jim West today. He was like a coach, Mary Renault, Max Griffin, Aspen Lad. He was talking about how, you know, the UFC is worth like $12 billion now. And he's just like, the fighters need to get paid more money. He was talking about how, you know, the minimum salary is still 12000 and 12000 or so. It's just, it's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. I mean, what what sport, what professional sport pays their athletes that little? I mean, come on. I'm a bowler. I think bowlers make even more money than some of these fighters. That doesn't make sense, guys. I mean, these guys are putting their lives on the line. What are you going to say? I was kind of shocked, man. I saw an, uh, from uh, Icon Fights, you know, it's also uh, kind of a new promotion. And I saw the, what was the, what was the payment? Uh, 300 to show and 300 to win. I was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's, it's too low. The, the pay needs to be fixed in the sport for sure. And uh, we talked about it yesterday. We, you know, we kind of agreed that Jones is worth the money if they do it. Uh, let's yeah. talk about uh, Sean O'Malley. You know, he's out there. He's he's talking about who could fight next. He's saying he's interested in the Cruz fight. Um, I think this fight sells itself, Marcelo. It seems kind of an easy one to book now. I know Barcelos also called out uh, O'Malley to Hayoni Barcelos. I love Hayoni, but I'd rather see Hayoni fight like Rafael Sunset or something like that. And then you do O'Malley versus Cruz. Uh, my, my original idea was actually a sunset too, but the more I think about it, I think Cruz kind of is a bigger fight. You got the fact to just be his teammate, Casey Kenny. What do you think, you Marcel? You think they do O'Malley against Cruz? Um, yeah, most likely, man. If Cruz is invested and O'Malley is invested, why not? You know, yeah. uh, I think I said before I, I really like to match up O'Malley against Song Yadong or O'Malley against Ricky Simone, sure. even the winner of Statement against Devalos, really, because both yeah. guys have called out O'Malley before. But, I just think um, they're going to keep him away from these grapplers, man. I don't think they would, yeah, kind of sucks to be honest. I know man. it's like, you know what, honestly, he's like MVP right now, like they're matchmaking him against guys that he can beat, right? By the way. Talking about MVP, I asked you yesterday, do you know what those... Uh, those yes, I saw uh, that. So it's the amount of first place votes. Yes, I saw uh, that. That's horrible, man. Eight, so eight people had MVP 
as a number one contender. That, that's just horrible. Nick says, by the way, he says O'Malley Simone, he likes that fight. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the next thing I want to talk about was, was Bellator, so let's just get into it now. Yeah. All right, so can you believe this, guys? I put the tweet out last night. It's got like a thousand likes. It went viral. Like people are just – they're just sick and tired of the matchmaking for this guy. It's just it's, – it's terrible, uh, Michael Page. How is he yeah. the number one contender in this division, Marcel? It, it doesn't make no sense to me. He ha- he literally has zero wins over anyone ranked, guys. Literally has zero wins. Um, this guy is the most overrated fighter in MMA. He is beyond overrated. Like, there's, I don't, I really, I honestly, I don't think he's that exciting either. Like, it's not really fun watching him crush cans, Marcel. I got to be honest. I'd rather see him get tested. And the one time we did see him get tested against <laughs> Douglas Lima, he got brutally knocked out. I'm not saying I, I don't dislike this guy as, as a person or as a fighter. I think he's an entertaining guy at times, but the matchmaking is just pathetic. I mean, come on. Really, guys? Like, he's, you know, guys, he's not new to Bellator. You know, Marcel, how long he's been in Bellator for? Since 2013. Can you believe yeah. that? Since 2013, has zero top 10 wins. How is he never working tighter? Tell me, Mar- Marcel, what are your thoughts on this, man? This is ridiculous to me. I mean, uh, there were some questionable rankings you know and uh, this was probably the worst one of all it's bad um i mean i don't know man uh i also saw one ranking i actually want to see the individual rankings because i saw one uh, i'd like to see that too at at leslie smith also picked as the number one contender i was like i I, I was always serious even here you know nothing against leslie smith but that's just stupid um for example, Fabian Edwards over Costello Vinstinus, who recently got beat by Costello Vinstinus. Um, and I have to, I have to, with my country woman, man, I mean, Denise Kilo, she did, she did very well in Bellator so far. You know, she has, I think she has a three fight win streak. Oh, right gave her a first place, though, too. Yeah. 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 They don't even, listen, man, that they put Alima Lay, McFarlane, number one. I don't care. That's okay. You know, she was a longtime champion. But how can you? Get Carmouche over her with one win over Deanna Bennett. Right, right. Yeah, and I agree. Here, Fabricio's in the chat. He says, good afternoon from Brazil. Hey, how's it going, man? What time is it in Rio right now? I forgot what time it is. I was there for two years ago. Right now, it's 8 o'clock. Okay, so good evening. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Look at this, man. We've got people from all around the world. I love it. Yeah, I mean, listen. Like, honestly, my tweet wasn't more so against the rankings. It was more so against – it was more pointing towards MVP and the matchmaking. Um. You know, the rankers, they did what they had. They did their job. You know, I think Amasov should be the number one contender, but I'm not going to go and cry about it. My tweet was more about the matchmaking. It really was because if you read it, it wasn't like, you know, the rankings are st- like you, you guys screwed up. It was this guy is overrated. Literally, the definition of overrated. Let me read the definition. I actually, like, I went to the def- definition on uh, like Webster's uh, mm-hmm. overrated. Let me read it. I want to read it to you guys. Overrated definition rated or valued too highly. Have a higher opinion of someone that is deserved. That, that is literally what this guy is. Let's pull up his record, Marcel. I mean, it just it pisses me off that this guy is getting so much love, like by the media and by I only I only think it's just the media because, quite frankly, look at the responses to my tweet, man. He got destroyed from people. Like they don't they're not they're, they're not entertained by this guy. It's not fun watching this guy, you know, just crush cans all the time. Like look at it. okay, Marcel. Look, look how long he's been in Bellator for, dude. Since here, since 2013. Let's see, who else, who else was on this card? Bellator 93. Dave Jansen. This guy retired years ago. He was the main event. Retired five years ago. Look at this. Marcus Davis versus Joaquin Spirit. Well, Mar- Marcel. Look, Jack Hermanson was on this card. What the hell? Jack Hermanson <laughs> lost. Yeah, he had a rough run in Bellator. He wasn't very good back then. But that's the point. Like, 
that's how long it's been since this guy one of like has been in Bellator guys since 2013. And let's look through his wins. Who is Ryan? I don't know who that is. I literally don't know who that is. Ricky Rainey was in the UFC a few times. He wasn't very good. Same with Nashon Burrell. He's in the UFC. He wasn't very good. Rudy Bad News Bears, a regional scene veteran. Charlie Ontiveros, we just saw him get destroyed by uh, Kevin Holland or whatever. Jeremy Holloway, this is not Max Holloway. <laughs> Vangelisa Cyborg Santos, I mean, this was a brutal knockout. Mm-hmm. It was an incredible I mean, knockout. Yeah. I mean, fucker threw a pokeball to him after he crushed his skull. That was disgusting, by the way. Remember that? He, that yeah. was, I get it. It's the fight game, guys. But that was really fucking uncalled for, man. I mean, I, I just think this guy's a douche. I mean, like, what the hell, man? Fernando Gonzalez split this. This was a terrible – This he could have lost this fight, guys. A lot of people thought yeah. he lost that fight. Beats David Rickles, who's not – someone told me today they were like, he beat David Rickles. That's a great win. I'm like, really? David Rickles? The, David Rickles was actually a lightweight. We came to, we came to welterweight. Well, it's not even a welterweight, whatever. Exactly. I know. And then Paul Daly's a good win. I'll give him that. That's yeah. a good win. It was a close fight, but he did win it. So I'll give him that it was a, It was a good win, name-wise, but it was a sucky fight. It was. He was he was getting all wrestled, right? It wasn't a very yeah. good fight. But I'll give him that. I'll give him credit for that yeah, one. So that's, that's a good win. We'll give him that one. Then the Lima knocked him out. And then look who is beat. Look, look, look at these guys. Who is like Richard Kylie, G- Giovanni Miello, Shinzo Anza, another guy who sucked in the UFC, and Ross Houston. I'll give Ross Houston. That's not a bad win. But it wasn't yeah, even at welterweight. It was at 175, Marcel. It wasn't even in welterweight contest. So I'm not sure you guys – I think he's the most overrated fighter in MMA. I really do. Like this guy – you know what? This is a, this is actually a good comment here. It says Masvidal for MVP. That's a good fight. But someone said, "What about what about Masvidal? Because he doesn't have any top ten wins either." That is true. That is true, Marcel. Believe it or not, he actually doesn't. But let's pull up Masvidal. Here's the thing, and I agree that is actually true. Based on the current rank, he doesn't. But he's also been around forever, and he's also, if you look at his record, he has good wins. He actually has a win over sorry Michael Chiesa. That was a lightweight, but still, that is a top ten win. So that's not true. He does have a top ten win, and then you know. Cerrone at the time was good. You know, Darren Till at the time was really good. Same with Ben Asker and Nate Diaz. Again, it's so easy to look back at fights and be like, man, these guys aren't good. Like, they weren't good. They're not ranked. But at the time, they were good. Compared to Michael Page, Marcel, those guys were never good. Like, Ryan Sanders, who is that guy, Marcel? You know, like, Rudy Bears, like, these guys aren't good. So, I don't know. I just, it just, it just bothers me because I think a guy like this, I'll give you this guy, I think he's the best. Sorry, it's not, not, not Askarov, Amosov. This guy, to me, is the real number of contenders. 27 years yeah. old. Look at his record, guys. 25 and 0, never lost. And quite Mike, uh, Marcel, he's actually beaten better competition. He actually has better wins. This is a good win, Roberto Soljic. That's a good win, Marcel. Gerald okay. Harris is a better win, probably, than anything that uh, MVP's done. Eric Silva is not – it's not a terrible – it's not a great win. It's not a terrible win. Dave Rickles, okay, whatever. Ed Roos a good win. Mark Lemons or whatever. Logan Storley's a great win. So I don't know, man. Like to me, this guy's got the better record. I don't know, Marcel. Like I understand the media, you know, they they, they yeah. like MVP. They want that fight to happen, but come on, guys. Like this he, he shouldn't be ranked one. What, what you know, sh- should I add another fighter to that? And I get a lot of shit for this because I know it's really popular. James Gallagher. He's also oh, another man. guy. I yeah. mean, oh, now man. he's finally he's finally matched up with patchy mix which is a very good fight you know but i mean the look at his wins guys. Like, like like mike cutting anthony taylor i know who this guy is chinzo maji was yeah, a good win i'll give him that that's a pretty good win at the time it was okay um it's all leota but it's not bad but who's this guy kiro medvedovsky i don't know him 
Stephen Graham, really I don't good. I don't know him. Do you know him? Stephen Graham, I don't know. No. Jeremiah, and he lost to Ben Davis, which is who's a good fighter. Um, Labiano, I'm familiar with. Roman Seller did fight in the UFC against uh, Kid Yamamoto, I think. Yeah. Um, I think he came. It was like a no contest, I believe. And yeah. uh, Cal, Allen, I don't know who that guy is really either too too well. Um, I know he's a Delta fighter, obviously, guys. But the point is, like, yeah, I mean, is he ranked number one too? Is he the number one contender? He's not the number one contender, but he is higher than Magomed Magomedov. Um, he's higher than. Let, let me check the rankings. I'm gonna pull I, it up I, right I, now. I'm just gonna pull it on the screen. Oh, you too. Uh, yeah, I'll put it yeah. up here. Just watch it on here. It's just easier that way. All right. So yeah, your browser is quicker than mine. Damn yeah, it. I know, right? I got the I got <laughs> fast internet here, man. Holy crap. Okay. Uh Bantamway, right? So yeah, Bantamway. Oh, sorry. It's actually this way. All right. One arch that obviously. Okay, so that's fine. That's fine. But yeah, I mean, I think Magomed Magomedov's a better fighter, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah, and here I'm gonna get these comments from Glenn. He says that MVP's management paradigm not doing too well again. Like, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, Gallagher management. I don't even know if it's really his management group, man. I think it's just Bellator's matchmaking. Listen, I think Rich Child's a great matchmaker. I mean, the guy did you know Rumble on the Rock. He did Strike Force. He's a great matchmaker. But I understood why they gave him cans, Marcel, for like the first couple of years of his career. He's eight years into his Bellator career, guys. Come on. I mean, this is a joke. Shinzo Anzai, Marcel. Rick, Richard Kylie, Giovanni Miello, Ross Houston. Come on. They, they got to find someone better than that. You know? Um, again, you know, it's just, I don't know what to say, man. This, uh, there's some good divisions. I mean, this division's great, by the way. The Featherweight is awesome. Like, Mads Burnell's a really good fighter. He's ranked number 10. Like, he's really good, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, he actually, he, he would have won against Arnold Allen if he didn't get caught in the last, the last few seconds. By of the way, why, why is Weichel ranked number five? Why is he not ranked number three? Why is Boric ranked number three? I think Weichel's yeah, weird. That's weird too, right? Like, yeah, so yeah. I get it. There's growing pains, guys. I don't want to bash the, the rankers too much because they did they did the best they could. But, I mean, this is like – some some of this stuff is just it's making me really scratch my head, you know? Wow, Brent Primus is still number contender at lightweight. That's great. That lightweight division is not very good, eh? No. It's it's not great. So their their featherweight division is good, but this welterweight this just bothers me. I mean, he should be obviously here, and also Neiman Gracie could be higher too. I think right or Jason Jackson. You know both those guys are. Good. Dude, look, look, Starley would drop him on his hat. I will out wrestle him for three rounds. How about this one? I laughed at this because uh, you don't see it here, but someone gave Vanderford a number one contender uh, vote. Did you see that? Yeah, Austin Vanderford. Who is he beating? No one. Charlie Ward's a top 10 fighter. I think they should have stuck to top five, man. Peace, Nick. No worries, man. They should have stuck to top five, Marcel. What do you think? Definitely. Look at this. What do you think of this division here? Right? And listen, we have to remember they didn't add in Romero and uh, Johnson, so we'll take off those two guys. But still, I mean, how can I mean, you say that's the heavyweight division in MMA? You just can't say that. It's absolutely crazy to say that, you know? Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, listen, man. I love Melvin Manuf. He's my countryman. You know, he's been an absolute pioneer for the Netherlands. But you can't put him in the top 10 right now, man, in the light heavyweight division. I agree. You can. And then looking at heavyweight, I think Fedor might be a little bit, you know, actually, that's not true. He's probably ranked where he should be um, compared because these guys aren't great either. But, like, why so, is I, I, why is this, why is Karatom above Ayala? He knocked him out. Ayala uh, knocked out Karatom. Uh, also, uh, Tyree or Tyrell Fortune had there's two of them. Number, yeah, had, yeah, I know. One of the two had a number one contender on the vote from. Uh, I think it was uh, Tyrell, right? I think Tyrell. Someone gave him. A, I don't know how, right? He's 
Didn't he lose to Tim Johnson, I think? Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Here's a great – hey, Marcus, how's it going, man? He says, uh, Darren Till's over – oh, dude, so overrated. Had him losing to Wonder Boy when he did not make weight and should be one in four, four in his last five fights. And he probably would have lost this fight too. I'm with you completely, Mar- Marcus. Um, yeah, he's a talented guy, but, I mean, really doesn't – how many good wins does he have? Not very many. Who would you put it, like, as your kind of most overrated fighter in MMA right now? Like, who, who would you put up there? In MMA. Yeah, or UFC or Bellator. It doesn't really matter. Whatever you want. Like, anyone you can think about. Uh, UFC, actually, a lot, man. I mean... Give me some. Let's go for it. Yeah, I hate to say it, but I still think Sean O'Malley is overrated, man. He, they, he is a, he's a good fighter, don't get me wrong, but he's not test, tested on the ground against any wrestler yet, and I want to see it, you know? Um, for a long time, I thought Adesanya was overrated until I saw the Gastelum fight, and I was like, okay... He's maybe not overrated, and he's definitely not. So um, maybe I'm wrong, you know. Um, who else? Let me think. Um, it's, it's like when the UFC or Belta pushes certain fighters where I'm like, yeah, why are you pushing him and you push? don't push this guy, you know, because I think this guy has much more. Uh, that, that. Kevin Holland. <sighs> Listen, man, I like him a lot. He's a good fighter. He's a solid fighter. But I also think the UFC thinks they have a, a, the next level guy over there, which I don't see in him. You know, I see a lot of flaws in his game, you know, and not just against Brunson, but you saw it against against Gerald Marshall as well. You saw it against Brandon Allen. You saw it against Alessio De Chirico. And two of those four fights he won by decision. And I thought he lost those fights. Yeah. So, um, I mean... Yeah, there, there are some, you know. I, I think, for example, many people think uh, Kamsa Chimaev is overrated. I don't think you can say no, that. No, I, right? I don't think so. I, I just think, I also you know, I think, think he's so. very talented. I think he's very, yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, he shouldn't have been fighting Edwards, let's be honest. He probably, the Magni fight made sense uh, the whole time, right? I uh, think so. Yeah. And um, listen, man, Paddy Pimblet, who got signed like two days ago. Um, he also got, he also, some, some European fans act like he's a world beater. Um, I don't know, man. Paddy Pimblet or that guy? You're saying yeah. that guy? Yeah. He's, he's pretty good, but he's lost a bunch of times, guys. Like, he lost to Nadner Imani, and uh, Soren Beck beat him too, Marcelo, guys in Bellator now, like two fights ago. So I think he's going to have some fun fights. I am. I, I think it's a good signing. Sure. He's, a fun guy. he's a fun guy, but he's not a future champ, I don't think, guys. Like, hold your horses on this guy. You know, anytime these guys from Cage Warriors come in, Marcel, the, the, the British fans, they love them, right? Like, they're just so excited. Yeah, but definitely. Other than Connor, really, I mean – and I guess Jack Hermanson, who just mentioned who's in Cage Warriors, like who's really been doing that well from Cage Warriors lately. Not, I think it's a great promotion, yeah. by the way. We're one of the best promotions for sure. But these guys aren't really champions necessarily. Um, he's saying Vittori sure. would have submitted Till, by the way. He's, that's what he says. Yeah, I, 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 I really like Vittori in that fight. <laughs> Damn it, Marcel. Sources are better at talking. Scousers are better at talking to fighting. Now, nah, there's some good Scousers, man. Bisping is a good fighter. Yeah. and. I know who he is. He's he's from England, and he's not from Liverpool, so that's probably why he says it. (laughs) (laughs) There's some good ones out there, but you know Michael Page is older than me? He's 33 years old. That's crazy, man. I don't feel like a young guy, and somehow he's older than me. He's been in Bellator. He's been in Bellator as long as I've been doing this, covering this sport, which is a freaking long time, guys. (laughs) Actually, I've been a little bit longer, but still. I remember messaging on Facebook years ago to get an interview and respond. Thoughts on Demir and Alves? Yeah, we we talked about this a little bit. I mean, this is (laughs) it. This is the UC saying you screwed up and you missed weight by 20 pounds or what is it, 20 pounds or 13 pounds, right? And yeah, they're punishing yeah, this yeah. dude. They're punishing this guy. Demir hasn't fought in two years. 
So he has to get kind of a layup fight here, but this is a terrible matchup for the turn. I think this guy gets destroyed in this fight. I mean, I don't think I have to watch tape on this one, guys. Like, Demir Ismagulov is a very good prospect, Marcel. What do you think? Uh, very good, probably indeed the dark horse of the division. It's it's it sucks that he hasn't fought for such a long time because he could have been uh, further in his career in the UFC. Um, yeah, man. Uh, odd fight, to be honest. You know, from from a point of like uh, Demir did very good in his first first fights in the UFC. And now he's getting an, a newcomer in Alves. It's probably a good fight for Demir to to get back in the octagon, you know. And for Alves, yeah, I agree he pretty much. Yeah, he get punished. Uh, punished. I agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Just got this comment. I agree with this one too. Victoria, he's really good, man. He's like, and you know, like the fight with Israel was super close, and this guy's improving too. Um. You know, he was on that Venator card when uh, this the first one where Rusimar Paul Harris lost to um, what's that guy's name? Um. He fought Jordan Mean in the UFC. What's his name? Marcel. Um, well, who who you said again? Sorry, give me Paul Harris. He's in the uh, what's his name, guys? I can't let me think about it. The editor went, Oh, ML uh, Weber Mech, that guy, Mech. Oh, the, oh, the Norwegian, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You, Remember you, what you, happened you, to that guy? Where'd you, he go? I don't know. You just should have said the guy with the sperm on, on his chest, and I would have <laughs> known what you mean. What happened um, to this guy? He just disappeared. He hasn't fought, oh, he hasn't fought in a year. He's fought once in the yeah. last three years. What the hell happened to yeah, him? Yeah, he, he has he has a lot of trouble when people uh, take him down as well. He does. Yeah, I know. Out. I remember so, he fought Jordan Mean in Toronto, man. He looked great in that fight. I was at that fight. He looked awesome. Um, Pedro Zan. Oh yes, there, that's a great one too, Marcel. You know, remember? I remember getting Rose U.S. at plus money against Pedro Zan. Plus crazy. money and, and Rose U.S. That was awesome. Uh, I mean, I the the actual fight was Patrons and against Joanne Calderwood, right? That was the actual main event. And I was like, yeah, maybe Pace can do something with the ground game there. And then they messed her with Rose Namajunas. It was like a huge mistake. I know. Huge mistake. You know? Here's a good qu- question. So, He's talking about Gurum Kutatsaladze. I saw him tweeting today. He said he wants to fight someone. Who did he say? Yeah, Pat, he wanted Paddy Pimblet. Oh, he wants Pimblet. Yeah, there you go. So that's the fight. He asked yeah. for Paddy, the baddie. He said, uh, like, give him to me. That's a bad matchup. Yo, I think Gurum Kukatsaladze is very good, Marcel. I think he's very underrated. What do you think of this guy, yes. Gurum? Yeah. Yeah, he also trains with Chimaev. Um, yeah, exactly. He's yeah. one of those guys. Yeah, man. He's with the, those he, beasts. He beat Gamrot in his UFC debut, was undefeated. Mm. And it was a decision. close fight. Was a close fight. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's actually yeah. funny that Gurum said he didn't want to fight, but I think he did, to be honest. Yeah. I had him 29 28. So. When will Romanov Espino get announced? I thought it was announced because there's a betting odds for it now. Isn't it announced? So, or no? so the thing here is, for my few um one side wants to uh one side uh says it's it's done the other side tells me the whole damn time wait till the ufc announce it wait till the ufc announce it so you can be pretty sure the fight is done for april 17th yeah and there's all those guys it's minus 135 and my uh for romanov he's the small favorite again i have to look at yeah, I'm not gonna post it until the UFC. I know you like Romanov, so I mean, in that fight, obviously yeah. you like him there. I like Espino; he's dangerous, but he's old, man. He's like 41, maybe now. He's getting yeah. Is he 41? Let me double check that. He might be Juan Espino. He's 40. He's he turns 40s. 41 this year. Yeah, I like him though. I mean, he doesn't. He's a guy that you know doesn't look his age. I'll say that. You know, he's a bit of a younger 40 year old. Where is it? Senegalese wrestling. He did that, right? <laughs> yeah, Where, man. Uh, Rock Rock did that as well. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, Marcel was just gonna say in general, though, guys. I think the biggest problem with the rankings, and just in general, I think the media and MMAs are really scared to like be critical of the fighters. I think the media are so scared of being like, um, you know, banned by their managers or whatever. I don't have that problem. I don't care. You guys see my tweets on TV. I'm criticizing them. Like, 
I see, I say what I see, you know, and if I see something good, I say it, but if, you know, for instance, like, uh, that fight with Ashley Yoder a few weeks ago and they put my tweet up saying her chin's in the air. Like, can't she put her hands down? I mean, I think that's, you know, that's the kind of stuff that I think people are scared to say. And like, for, for some reason, the medium or so like, you don't see them being critical very much. You know what I mean? Like, that's the one thing that kind of bothers me. Like these, I don't get to go to the events. These guys are all at the events and they always ask Dana and the fighters, these layup questions. And I think I read <laughs> what the fans say. The fans are pissed off. They're like, can you ask them some better questions? Like, you know what I mean? Marcel, it's like, Oh, Dana White, like they're always sucking up to Dana White. Did you watch a lot? Oh, of- it's so oh, annoying. It's so annoying. Like really, like you don't need to, guys. Oh, I've been th- 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 numbers, th- never th- sucked th- up once. Oh, Dana, thank you so much for doing all these events during this pandemic. Uh, how did it be happy to, uh, that you could do this? And uh, thank you so much, Dana. And uh, can I come under the table, Dana, and uh, do something <laughs> to you, Dana? Oh my God. Okay, well, I didn't say that. You said that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think that's the one thing that's missing with the media right now is just the crit- crit- being critical. You know, and it's not being mean. It's not being rude. It's just being critical and being like, hey, you know, calling it out, calling it like you see it with Michael Page. I'm the only guy who said anything. That's why I have a thousand likes on that. I, I didn't I didn't expect it to be like that. I don't cloud chase. I don't care how many likes. But someone just said it. Mike MMA Picks just tweeted us and was like, dude, this tweet exploded. I mean, it did. And you know the reason why, guys, is because people want to say that. Just, there's too many people who are scared to say that. But, you know, they want pe- I think people want to hear the truth. And the truth is that guy's super protected. I actually had Tony uh, Rocco – Anthony Rocco Martin um, reply to it. He said – he saw that, right? He's like, I don't know if he's overrated, but he's – Super protected. Yeah. What are you protecting him from? He's 33 years old, Marcel. Like, I, I understand when he was 25 either. years old. Yeah, it made sense eight years ago, right? But anyways, I don't want to talk about this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I'm, st- I'm still not big on protecting. I'm like, if you're good, you're good. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and that's the thing I love about the UFC because they do protect a few guys, like Sean O'Malley, obviously, a little bit. But in general, they, they really don't. They throw these guys in the fire, man. Like Miranda mm-hmm. Maverick had a t- – like, that's a young 23-year-old girl – they threw her in a tough matchup against a really good grappler and she still won, but they want to see yeah. how good you are. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like the UFC is not, they're looking for the, the UFC is looking for the best fighters in the world right now. That's what they are looking for. The UFC is looking for the best fighter in each division. I don't think Bellator really is doing that, man. I don't think they're looking for the best fighter, Marcel. I think they're just looking for a fun fight, really, or uh, um, a fight to build up someone. I think the UFC, though, really tries to, to look for the best fighters in the world. I truly believe that. And that's why you do see guys get cut now because they're trying to find new guys. Like, you know, all those headweights get cut and then you bring in new guys like Tom Aspinall and Chris Dawkins, Marcel, that are younger and that could potentially be the best fighter in the world one day, right? So I don't know what you think about that, Marcel, but I I just think that there's, there's a lack of criticism a little bit, you know? I I agree with you. And I, I, listen, man, you, you can be criticizing people and uh, decisions that are made, you know, as long as you do it in a respectful way. Exactly. And you have, I'm, have I'm never disrespectful it. about it. Exactly. Yeah, you don't I, see me saying this guy sucks. Never been fighter bashing. It's just, it's just what I yeah, see, I, you know. And you can back up your argument, you know, if you can back up your exactly. argument, that's no problem, you know, but the thing is, man, if you're going to criticize Dana in the press conference, you know, you get shit, you know. Of course. You I just, mean, that's, that's uh, not the right thing. To do. You don't want to do that. I get it. Trust me. You have to play the game. We're all in the me- like. I'm in the media. I get that. But it's bad. I think it's really bad. It's a little bit too much the, the organ- a little bit lately. I've noticed a little yeah, bit too when much. The or- when the organization or the promotion gonna uh, 
make the rules for the media. That's bad, you know. People are afraid uh, to lose their credentials. That's quite frankly. But what's I understand, going on. but I yeah. understand that. Yeah, but that's bad. You know, that's really bad if that happens. But I mean, it's a private company; they can do what they want, right? But of course, yeah, of course, if it's like baseball or hockey, like you'd see that it'd be a huge story if that happened, right? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you know, I was talking to uh, you know Loretta Hunt. Uh, you know her? She's yeah. a journalist. Yeah. I asked her to come on the show, guys. I, I'd like for her to come on. I really would. She said that she's not really willing to do a podcast at this point, but I, I'd like to get her on sometime. She said if she's going to change her mind, she'll do it with us. So I'd love to get Loretta on because Loretta was one of the few people that stood up to Dana White and Marcel, one of the few people. And remember what happened? <laughs> You've got to fill me in here. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. She, she stood up a little bit and said some critical stuff, and he called her the C word, which is not nice. And then she took, took her his credentials away. But okay. she was one of the few people. And Josh Gross is another guy who stood up a little bit. I'm not saying you need to get to that to that level where you're getting banned. Um, but I just think there's just a little – there's just a lack of criticism, man. Like, it's just – it's too much. The thing with MMA is, like, there's a lot of people are very sensitive in the sport. It's weird, right? Because it's, like, it's, a like, a macho sport. Like, you're beating each other up in the cage. But then, like, for instance, Megan Anderson, you say one thing about her, she, she, she goes on a tantrum online, like, blocks you and – like she blocked my boy Drake Riggs. Drake Riggs is like her biggest fan. She blocked him on Twitter because he he posted that thing about the Twitch thing. Yeah, because he he's the one who broke the news saying, "Hey, she just announced yeah. she's retiring," and she got pissed off and him blocked him because he she, posted a story from her own Twitch. Can you believe that? Yeah, she she blocked him for real. Drake Drake who picked her her to biggest win fans. Yes. Amanda yeah. Nunes. Yeah. Okay, he's that's not, crazy. He, he was to pretty me. sad about it. I was like, dude, don't don't worry about it, man. It's not a big deal. I was just trying to tell him like. I told because you know what's funny. I, I sent Drake. I'm like, dude, great job with the story. You're the first guy to in this. You're trying to get the stories up first. You have to get it right, but you got to get it first, right? He he was the first guy who got that. I said, Drake, great job, man. Because I'm the editor now, right? And I'm like, awesome job. And he's just like, yeah, but was it worth it, man? You know, now she hates me. And I'm like, hey, the same thing happened to me and Dan Hardy a few weeks ago, man. You know, like I had the same similar thing. Dan didn't unfollow me though. He didn't block me. Dan's a, Dan was a man about it. Me and you saw the way we talked. We we hashed it out for everyone to see. That wasn't something I wanted to do, guys. I mean, I didn't want everyone to see that, but at least that happened. And at least I was like, hey, this is what happened. I'm explaining to you, Dan. I respect Dan Hardy. He's a fighter. He's a commentator. Good at what he does. But, you know, he, he was pissed off by the story. But the truth is, Marcel, sometimes the news is not flattering. And that's what I'm going to say. The news is not always good news, right? Yeah, I mean, Dan Hardy was probably pissed off of me as well because he unfollowed me like a year ago. He, he, but, did, he uh, actually didn't unfollow yeah. me, which is crazy. And he, he even messaged me and was like, I totally understand where you're coming from, man. I, 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 he was basically like, I, I see your side of it. But uh, I mean, I'm not like back in the sport, by the way. You know I, I, I said like that the commentary was kind of biased in the in the in the fight between, between Paul Felder and Dan Hooker. That they were like Dan Hooker was like way ahead, and I was like, this is pretty even. I the close fight. fight. I could win either way that fight. Yeah. 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 So. Um, who put that out again? Uh, Mike Biggie Rhodes. Oh, okay. Mike okay. Biggie Rhodes. He put, he put out like, uh, uh, yeah, the, the commentary wasn't that great. And then Dan Hardy replied on that. And then was my, Mike screenshot of my, tw- my tweet. And he's like, I'm not the only one who thought like that. Yeah. After that, he unfollowed me. So listen, man, if he can't take honest criticism, I don't give a fuck. It's like Cormier you know a few weeks ago when people were like, yo, you were really biased. And he's like, no, I wasn't. I wasn't biased. It was like, yeah, you were, bro. You really were. Like in the Adesanya yeah. fight, that was like, that was not good. Anyways, I got these comments. I'll get used in a second, uh, Jose. Let me get this one from Glenn. Media are too scared to be against critical into UFC in case they lose their credentials. All expense paid trips to UAE pay for being involved in promos time. Mike, I'm sure the same. Yeah, dude, you're not wrong, man. Here's the thing about me. I don't have to go to the events, and I still get paid the same amount of money. So for me, it's all good. 
Um, but even when I went, if you guys go and watch the old press conferences where I was there, there was one, <laughs> it's pretty funny. There was a UFC two, uh, 165, uh, the Jones and Gustin fight. Have you watched that press conference, Marcel, or that scrum? I was asking yeah. about Bellator. Remember that? Do you remember that? He was like, do you work for Bellator, man? Do you remember that? I was like, what do you think of Bellator and Bjorn Rebney? And people were like, why are you asking about Bellator? I was like, why not? Right. I was like, why not? I remember I was also the guy who asked him, Hey, you guys caught Rumble Johnson. He just picked up another win in Titan FC. What do you think about him and Andre Arlovsky fighting in World Series of Fighting? And he was like, that's an illegitimate fight. But I'm the only one who asked that because people were scared to ask him that, which is silly, man. Yeah. And they don't, they don't even let me go anymore, guys. It's really unfortunate. I would love to be there, but it's all good, man. I love my life right now, man. I love my job. It's all good, man. I'm doing better than I ever have in this business, guys. I'm doing really good. I got guys like Marcel. I got all you guys in the chat, man. Things are great. You think Rashid Magomedov never showed his true potential? Um, I think that's what he meant, Rashid Magomedov. Didn't he, did he win the other day? He won, right? In, uh, yeah. I, I think he's good, man. I think he got cut too early. By the way, that guy Frodo Kazbalayev, man. What a beast, eh? Frodo? Yeah, Frodo was good. Frodo wasn't Bellator before, man. I know. So, he, uh, I, he was a small favorite to win. I, I, I thought about betting on him. I didn't. I really wish I but did. He, but also his opponent, Felipe Frost or whatever yeah. his name is. He's, he's good weight, as well. Right? He missed weight uh, for that yeah. fight. Yeah. yeah but he's what, good. what about... What about Magomed Bibulatov, man? He won, he right? Won. He yeah, won, yeah. He won the Why was he caught by, also... the, by the way from the UFC? Why did he get caught? He, he lost twice. He lost against Moraga by knockout, and then he got, in my opinion, robbed against Bontorin. Bontorin by decision split decision. Yeah, it was a close fight. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, Jose says, "You know what? Roy Ray's contract. I mean, I don't. I mean, how many fights does he have, man? Like a few. And one's contracts are pretty ironclad. By the way, I don't think they're yeah, gonna let him. Uh, nah, nah, once." Contracts aren't really. Uh, uh, you can't. There's no the clause. Yeah, you can't leave. <laughs> Umar Kane. I don't. Do you know him? Umar Kane. Yeah, that's that's Roy Roy. Oh, it is. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what do you think of Boaster and Latifi? Um, uh, it's an interesting fight. I mean, Latifi. It's funny because I posted the fight and people were like, "Latifi still in the UFC? Latifi sucks." Latifi doesn't really suck. Latifi probably beat Derek Lewis. Arguably, beat Derek Lewis. Yeah. I thought. I think I. I had a bet on Lewis, but I was like, shit, I think he lost. And then somehow he got the split decision. So You, you um, saw Latifi laughing when, when they were at the score. <laughs> but you know what? Um, Boser, um, yeah, Boser's going to be favored in that fight. Even though, you know, he's coming off a terrible fight with Arlovsky. That fight was bad. Why did Burt Watson stop working for the UC? Great question. So, Burt Watson. We rolling, baby! We rolling! I miss this guy, man. He was great. He got the fighters so fired up. I met him once, Marcel. I was lucky enough to meet him at UFC 152 Jones um, and Belfort in the media room. He was an awesome guy. I think he follows me on Twitter, too. He's doing something with uh, MMA Junkie now. He basically tells his old stories. He yeah. was great. He was awesome. The fighters respected the fucking shit out of that guy. And yeah. when they changed the ownership, he was one of the guys that got the boot. I don't know why, but I just know that he was very well respected by the fighters, Marcel. Do you, do you remember what happened there? Yeah, wasn't that something with Mark Munoz or something that he had to weigh in for a second time? And uh, that, I mean, uh, I'm that... going to read it right now. There's an article here, MA Fighting. Let me read it. Um, it's from six years ago. It explains the confrontation led to him. Oh, he says he quit the UFC, actually, um, yeah. uh, Marcus. My bad. He didn't get fired. Okay. Um, he says, uh, let's see here. Confrontation with the person in 40 is a prompt departure at UFC 184. Um, he was contacted by phone by Zufa following a travel miscommunication after. Oh, okay. The the, the weigh-ins you were saying. Mark Munoz yeah. missed weight on yeah, the first attempt. Had to stay at the LA Live uh, to weigh in again after the second weigh. Munoz was somehow left with no way getting back to the hotel. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's ter- that sucks. Um, after Munoz agreed to return uh, to the hotel after making weight, Watson greeted him and everything seemed fine. Then he got a call from UFC 
whose name he would not disclose, the conversation, which he found offensive, resulted in him quitting after 14 years with the UFC. He didn't want to say who it was. Um, Donna Marcioloni, he was one of the names, and Fertitta and Dana. I don't know if Donna works for the UFC anymore. I'm not sure. Does she still work for the UFC? Or is she one of the people that got like Donna Mar- uh, Mar- Marcoloni or whatever? Yeah, no she's idea. still there. VP of uh, health performance. Yeah, she's still there. She's been, she's another one of these executives. Quite okay. maybe that was the person Dan Hardy yelled at. Maybe that was the person. She's been in the UFC forever. There's a lot of people behind the scenes that like fans don't see. But Burt Watson is a guy that the, I'm telling you right now, man. The fighters love that guy, Marcel. They all told me how much they respected him, and I think it was a big loss. I think you know another guy was a big loss was um, Stitch Duran, uh, the Cutman. Um, remember him? Stitch was never my friend. Yeah. Why? Why didn't you like Stitch? No, no, not me. Dana said that. Stitch Dana said, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, yeah. Dude, Stitch, this guy was the he was one of the best cut yeah. I ever had. Like, unbelievable cut man. So I'll put the I'll put the pictures up. This guy was great, you know, great guy, legendary cut man. Let's read this. Icon, in yeah. my opinion. Let me read let's read this story, guys. Open another window. Let's read this together. Legendary comment, UFC, uh, Durant said UFC fired for comments about Reebok deal. Jesus. And he wasn't wrong either. You'll be the first one that UFC has let me go because I spoke about the Reebok deal. Man, he was – wow. That's, that's, that's not – he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Um, and, you know, he's doing – I think he's doing pretty well for himself because he does a lot of boxers now and stuff, Marcel. And I think he does – I think he does PFL, if I'm not mistaken. I believe. I can't remember now. But – and it's always all, all the time in movies as well. I yeah, see. yeah, yeah. He's, he's awesome. So, yeah. I, actually, I was, I was lucky enough to meet him too. I met him at the Fan Expo in 2011 in Toronto. I got it. I actually have his book. I have his book. And he signed the book for me and was like, hey, Adam, thanks for buying my book. And, um, and he has got a great book. He's got a great book. It's oh. called like Through the Field or something. Where is it called? Okay. From the Fields to the Garden, The Life of Sid Strand. It was a great book. Because he grew oh, up, did... I think, in the fields in Mexico. And now he's a famous company. Yeah. Uh, these are the guys that are icons for. for I love these guys. Yeah, you know what? I love this podcast today. This is one of my favorite podcasts we did because we're really getting into like the, the deeper part of this stuff, man. It's not just all yeah. the matchups and everything, but man, these guys are just—they were legends, man. Like Burt Watson yeah. was a guy that was a legend for the fighters and stuff. You know, it's funny, Marcel. We said we'll do half an hour. We might as well just finish the hour up at this point. We got ten. Minutes yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because we started, and me and Marcel were not feeling great. I still not. I'm still not, but I feel fired up now, guys. Talking to you, so. Yeah, it is I, what it is. I, I kind of feel better now, so yeah. Me too, yeah. after talking to you and, and all the comments and stuff. All you guys in the chat are awesome, by the way, so I appreciate it. Um, let's talk about a few other things here just uh, before we get out of here, Marcel. We've got 10 minutes left, like I said. Guys, throw in any questions you want. 10 minutes, literally anything you want to talk about. Tony Ferguson, you see that? He's training with GSP. What do you think of that? And Freddie Roach, um, probably a little bit too late, though. You know, he's 37, I think. Though. Isn't he Tony Ferguson? He's up there, right? It's actually shocking how Tony Ferguson looked. 37 years old. The, yeah, in, in this weigh-in before the Gaethje fight and in this last weigh-in uh, for Oliveira. I mean, he looks like four years older, man. I know. That was a beating, bro. That was like – that one surprised me, man. I, I didn't I didn't pick Gaethje to win that fight. And I love Gaethje, but I, I love Tony too. And that one really surprised me, man. I got to yeah. be honest. Definitely um, the way how it went. Yeah. And then the, – but how about the Oliveira fight? He got 30-24. Like he got 10-8 rounds in all three rounds, remember? So I got to be honest with you, man. Like this fight with Darius, she could win because Darius is a very wild fighter. He leaves his chin exposed a lot and Tony could catch him. But man, with Darius, the way he's performing, Marcel, I don't know how you can pick against him. He's so good, right? And he's, he's really been performing well. Mm-hmm. Glenn says, buying fire walkout shirts remembered events also sadly missed. Dude, great point, man. I remember going to the, uh, the, the fights and 
they'd have the, the, the you know, like the store, they'd have the little stores, little shirts and stuff for the fighters. And um, you know what, man? Um, I, I, you know, I have a lot of shirts uh, upstairs. I, I used to buy all the shirts. I, Bad Boy was a huge, I was friends with those guys. I bought all their shirts. I love supporting those guys. Bad Boy Marcel, Death Throne, um, Venom, all these brands. Like I have all these guys' shirts. Silverstar. McGregor. Which one? Silverstar. Silverstar. Yep, yep. So, like uh, there was a few guys there like, Back in the day, like 2010-ish, Affliction. Remember Affliction? Remember that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, sure. I had an Affliction shirt. I had an Affliction shirt. I had one Affliction shirt. I only had one. I had a, also had a Tap Out shirt too. Tap Out. What about Tap Out? Yeah, amazing. Oh, this man. is it's crazy. How the years go by. Like, this doesn't seem that long ago, but man, it's it's been a while, eh? I have them as well. I have them as well. I have to. I even bought a shooter box Fenderlay shirt with uh, with his logo on on the back because I love that shirt, you know. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, just th- those were fun stuff, man. Tap out, Silver Star, um, what what is it? Bad Boy, you know, all, all those. Oh, bad Boy, bro. Like Anderson Silver Shorts, Maya, Chris yeah. Wyman. Yeah, I think that's I the, the, yeah. the biggest thing. When I remember when they, they, they did the deal, I said that obviously the money because the fighters lost money. They, Dana White could say that they made money. They didn't. They lost money. But the yeah. biggest thing that I missed was the personality because the fighters were able to have a person like Chuck Liddell. Imagine Chuck without the Iceman shorts. You know what yeah. I mean? You can't chuck the Reebok shorts. Like I can't imagine it, right? So I mean, it's the same, yeah. yeah. Do you remember the do you remember the Overeem shorts that uh, the white yeah, with the orange? And the, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. that one. Yeah. That's awesome. The demolition man. Remember yeah. he used to come with the hammer? I, I used to love that, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's something the UFC they kind of lack in that too, the the entrances. I think they can make the entrances more like elaborate. Like the Bellator does a good job with that. I'll give them that. They do a good yeah, job. I agree. For yeah. Sure. Brad says, um, would you have bet, uh, bet had the till matchup happen? I got to be honest, man. I really did like Vittori in that fight. I got to be honest Same. with you. Um, what was the – I can't remember the odds. I think it was close to a pick wasn't it? Let me double check what it was. Probably, yeah. I think it was – Or it might have been a bigger fit. Let me double check. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it – was, Vittori right now was – what was he at? Minus 175. I think the odds yeah. are taken down now, right? Actually, sorry. They still are up. But, yeah, minus 175. I did like him in that fight. Till is a pretty good fighter, but I just think that's a bad matchup for. Him. I think Vittori is very underrated, Marcel. You know, I think he's a guy yeah. that uh, I, quite frankly, I underrated him. Remember Jack Hermanson? I was like, I don't know if he's going to win that fight, and he, and he won. Yeah, it's it's. I just saw one one seventy five, but it's again that fight's uh, done now. Kevin Hall is going to fight him. I just hope Alfredo Zulino doesn't watch this podcast because I always tell him that uh, Marvin Vittori sucks just to piss him off. Yeah, you know, actually, <laughs> Al, Al's thing was the next thing I was going to bring up. Al, Al's fight because he, he okay, so Al, Al told me yesterday, he's like, yo, I got to fight the break. I was like, sweet, man, let's do it. We broke the news at BJ Penn, Marcel. Let's pull it yeah. up here. Broke the news yesterday, man. Frey broke the news. And Al's a great guy. I love Al. He broke the news, guys. So we had some breaking news. You can't tell us we don't break news here. Alessio and Chirico versus Roman Delizzi. I love this fight, man. This is a great fight. Um, I, I feel like it's almost the UFC saying they thought he won the fight, right? Like a little bit, right? What do you think? Pretty much, yeah. yeah that's yeah. pretty much saying that, yeah, because yeah. the Chirico comes from a big win against Buckley. Oh, man, that was nasty. I, I got to be honest, I didn't expect to win that fight, you know? Especially after yeah. Buckley had knocked out uh, uh, Kasangane and Jordan Wright or whatever. He was a guy the UFC was really pushing, and then, you know, this, he ran into this Italian beast here. But... Man, I like the Leedsy, man. I think that now that he's had that one fight at middleweight, Marcel had the weight cut already, knows what it's like to go to the third round. I think this is a good fight for him, but I don't know. I mean, the Chirico's really underrated, man. What do you think? I agree, man. The Chirico, 
arguably won against Kevin Holland in their fight, remember? So, I mean, this, this is a fun fight. By the way, you got to check uh, I, I Sures Al. You checked the last uh, line I read. Uh, Al, the Italian gangsters, Alino from BJPen.com. <laughs> Thank you. Look, look, Roman got robbed. A lot of people are saying that. It was a close fight. I, You know what? I, I picked Giles in that fight. So for my picks, I was hoping he win. But I got to be honest, I kind of thought Delizzi was going to win the fight. But it, it was super close. It came down to like, yeah, round. Uh, yeah it's not a robbery. You can't say that's a robbery. If you're saying that's a robbery, then that's a mistake. We got like a couple minutes, guys. Throw the last couple of questions in here. I'm just going to pull up uh, Twitter and stuff to see what else we missed for today. Again, I really wasn't around today because I wasn't feeling great. But uh, got to got to give Adam credits here, man. He he has been in su- such a horrible day today, and uh, he's on this podcast here. So credits to you, man. Dude, I, I appreciate that, man. My 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 fiance said, "Don't do it tonight. Just take the day off." But I was like, I sent you a message on WhatsApp. I was like, "Yo, if I don't do, it, I'm gonna be super bored, man. So let's just do it." You know what I mean? But yeah, today's been uh, rough, guys. I, I told you as well not to do it. So, uh, but uh, Adam is uh, our work, like he I says. Feel, so, thank uh, you, man. Was... I, I am, I am, and I appreciate that, Marcel. So are you, man? I appreciate that. But I, I do work hard, and you know, I just love doing the podcast, man. I would have felt bad if we didn't do it because I want to do it, you know. So I'm glad we were able to do it, even at seven o'clock or one a.m. for uh, for you, Marcel. I appreciate you doing it. I'm just trying to see if there's any other news here. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, Marlon Vera. Now I see Cole has posted the story. He wants the rematch. I don't mm-hmm. think they do it, man. What do you think? Nah, they're going to protect. Not. You see what Dana said? He's like, we can do that fight anytime. That's what he says. He's like, that Vera fight's available at any time. You know they don't want to do it. Mr. Always. What's going on, man? Thanks so much, both of y'all, for doing We appreciate more than you say. I appreciate that. Man. I appreciate you and everyone else in the chat. I see you, man. I appreciate it. Smoke up, bro, and enjoy that Enjoy that joint in your mouth, man. Love it. Um, I, one last thing here. James uh, Lynch, my, my good friend, he did an interview with Misha Tate today. And she had mentioned, by the way, that she was considering going up to 145. And I was like, why didn't she just do it? Because she would have got a title shot right away, right? But she's yeah. going down to 135. She's going to fight Renault. Um, but Misha was saying how, you know, she had been kind of tired of uh, basically living in um, Singapore. It was very hard for her. To fit. She, has, she has two young children now. Her husband, who's a fighter, I think his name's Johnny Nunez, I think, right? Uh, yeah. NFL guy? Yeah, yeah. They're from Vegas. He's from Vegas. So they yeah. were like, you know what? We have to go back home. So she just gave her 30 days to one. She's fully into her um, MMA career. She said she has two years left. That's what she said in the podcast. So I did listen to that today, and I want to give you guys that heads up. Also, uh, Jim West, who's uh, James's co-host on the show, who's also a coach of a few fighters, like I mentioned earlier. Um, Aspen Laddie said he's going to fight on July 10th. She's fighting on July 10th, Marcel. So there you go. There's a tidbit for you. I don't know what it's going to be against. Like, I'm looking at the rankings. Yana made sense, but she just beat her, so it won't be Yana. I'm thinking maybe Aldana could be, or Jermaine Duran to be a rematch, possibly, but... You know, Aspen, had just surgery. She did. So there you go. Maybe Aldana, because Aldana's ranked very high. Um, I think Pena's going to get that title shot, even though she probably doesn't deserve it, but it's just a weak division. Brad, thanks, guys. Hey, appreciate you, man. Anyone's in the chat, man, we all love you guys. Seriously. You guys take time out of your day to come join us, talk about MMA. We love you guys. We're trying to grow it, guys. Seriously. Like, so tell people about it. We have a great chat room going on. We have a great community. I was thinking about it today. I'm like, we don't have a big community, Marcel, yet, but we have a great community, a little community that's growing. And I seriously love everyone here. So I appreciate you guys. That's it for today, though, guys. Um, we're going to be done. So, Marcel, quickly plug your stuff. Let's get out of here. Big Marcel24, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, MMADNA.nl. And um, yeah, like I said, man, I also did, I do a segment of the Dutch podcast. But uh, since you're all English speaking, probably, or, ah. or Portuguese speaking, <laughs> or Spanish speaking, you, you don't know. So, it doesn't make sense for me to plug that. <laughs> yeah, just some comments here with Marcus and Glenn. Yeah, you guys follow us on Twitter. 
at MM Adam Merton, podcast at MMAoddsburger.com, PJPen.com, MMAnews.com, and uh, Elite 